Connecticut Democrats, or Connecticrats, as they have never been called. Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Connecticrats, the CT Democrats podcast. We are continuing our series of municipal candidate interviews. This week, I spoke with Jesse Skulnick, who is the Democratic candidate for mayor of Vernon, Connecticut. You know, in this conversation, we talked about a range of policy issues affecting Vernon, Connecticut, including public safety, schools, and economic development. And we also did our customary uh, plan a day in your town with the candidates, which we've done in the last few interviews. Uh, Jesse told us about some great spots in Vernon and why it's so near and dear to his heart. And he also told us a bit about his background as a Senate staffer and someone who's really knowledgeable on tax issues and policies. Um, I will say on a personal note, Vernon is uh, very near and dear to my heart. Uh, because it is home of Vernon Diner, which is the closest 24-hour diner to the University of Connecticut here in stores where I go to school. And uh, many a weekend night, I have found myself at very late or early, depending on how you look at it, hours uh, at the Vernon Diner eating eggs and bacon and pancakes. So love the town of Vernon. Uh, Love this conversation with Jesse Skulnick. Here it is, Jesse Skulnick, the Democratic candidate for mayor of Vernon, Connecticut, on Connecticut's the CT Democrats podcast. Folks, we are so happy to welcome on the podcast this week our latest in a series of municipal candidates, Jesse Skulnick. Jesse, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. So before we get started, before we learn more about you and what you're running on, let's just cover the basics here. Where are you from? What office are you running for? And tell us just a little bit about uh, your background. I am from Vernon, Connecticut. I'm running for mayor here. Uh, A little background about uh, me. I went to Eastern Connecticut State University, got my bachelor's there in public policy and government. Uh, then moved right to Washington, D.C. for a little while, got my master's in public, uh, excuse me, master's in public administration with a focus in government management. And I worked down there for a bit, saw a lot of great things, also saw a lot of things I don't want replicated up here in Connecticut. And eventually I moved back home because I am a New England kid at heart. And I've been back in Vernon for about seven years now and I'm looking to make a difference. And so the mayor election is coming up uh, this, you know, in just a month from now. Um, tell us a bit about the dynamics of your race. You know, we were just talking about how the incumbent uh, is someone who, let's just say that the listeners of the CT Democrats podcast might not be too fond of this person's politics. <laughs> Why is a change in leadership in your mind and necessary in Vernon? Well, our, our current mayor is Dan Champagne. Uh, he's also our state senator, and he tries doing two jobs at the same time. And in my view, is not doing either job uh, particularly well. Uh, he, he misses votes all the time because he's doing things here in town. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think he missed 11 votes because he wanted to be on 30 days, uh, 30 towns in 30 days and, and be on TV. <laughs> uh, he, he's also missed you know, things in town because he's in, in Hartford. And uh, it doesn't matter what political party you belong to. I really think that it should be one person for a, one elected position. Uh, and on top of that, you know, we're a blue state. Vernon is what I would call a purple town, uh, but he is a, f- a far right, a very red uh, politician. And, and the way he votes in, in the Senate uh, really shows you know, what he truly believes. And I don't think that's appropriate for, for our mayor uh, to, to have uh, those kind of partisan uh, thoughts that extreme and represent a town like Vernon. Interesting. So, so we've, we've lined up who your opponent is. We've lined up why it's definitely time for a change of leadership there. Tell us a bit about your vision for Vernon. What are some of the top line issues that you're running on and focusing on in this race? Uh, one of the main things I'm looking at is economic development. Uh, I don't know if you know this area, but if you're going to go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night to look something to do, go to dinner, you're going to end up in Manchester. You're going to end up in South Windsor. These places all have 
more unique restaurants or bars or breweries. I love the, the businesses and the restaurants we have in town, but there's so much opportunity to bring more in there. And the current administration has really just failed to bring, bring that in. Uh, I, I want to work on lowering the mill rate. Right now, our mill rate is the highest in the area. Uh, Manchester, South Windsor, Tolland, Ellington, Bolton, it's all, all lower than ours. And that's really just unacceptable. I, I, one of the things you'll hear uh, my opponents say all the time is that taxes haven't gone up. Well, they haven't gone down either. Uh, the local newspaper, the Journal Enquirer, when we both uh, announced our candidacy, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it said Champagne thinks things are going well while Schoolnick thinks they can be better. And that really sums up our campaign that he's happy just treading water where I want to make things better to it. You know, it's not one or the other. Uh, I, I want to really fight for our voting rights. I don't know if you've heard about this, but last year uh, during the pandemic, the Secretary of State gave all of the towns uh, mailboxes to be able to use for, for drop boxes for absentee ballots. And only one mayor in all of Connecticut decided he didn't want that. Uh, and that was here in Vernon. That was Dan Champagne. Wow. Uh, he, he had some claim that it was illegal, but you know every other town seemed to do it just fine. It wasn't a problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, if, and if you look at his voting record when it comes to voting, it, it, it shows that he tries to always make it uh, harder for people to vote. You know, anytime something comes up that would make uh, extend voting hours, make it easier to vote, he, he votes uh, against it. Eventually, we protested. Uh, we got the box in which is great because his alternative box uh, was not ADA compliant. It basically looked like a air conditioning unit sticking <laughs> out of the, out of the town hall. And, uh -huh. and if town hall wasn't open, neither was the mailbox. Uh, so uh, voting rights, and I, you don't have to be voting for me, just want you to be able to vote. And, and that's really important to me. And, and finally, I want to bring back a sense of bipartisanship to, to Vernon. Um, I, I used to be a nonpartisan staffer for the Senate Finance Committee in Washington, DC. Mm -hmm. So I worked on both sides, the Republicans and Democrats. And we were able to get stuff done. I know it can happen. Uh, but if you look here in town, uh, the, the Republicans huddle on their own and just leave the Democrats then do the same. Uh, when events happen here in town, oftentimes it's the Republicans who get invited. The Democrats invitation somehow gets lost in the mail. And I really think that uh, no matter what happens in town, we should share our wins and our losses together because we're a team. Uh, the analogy I always use is this is Connecticut. Uh, we're like, there's the Red Sox and the Yankees, uh, but our government shouldn't look at it that way. We're on the same team. We're not opposing teams. Mm -hmm. and, and I really think we need a government that's going to work together because a good idea is a good idea. Doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an unaffiliated. Uh, we're working together for the betterment of this town. And I think as mayor, I could be the person to really bring that back. Interesting. So you talk a bit about economic development there. Um, you know, stores isn't too far away from Vernon and South Windsor. Uh, we'll go out there sometimes to have some fun. And, and I will say, yeah, you, you are right that the surrounding towns do have more offerings um, and that it would be great to have uh, some attractions in Vernon and in some restaurants and other other recreational areas. So I, I want to ask this, which is with development, there's just kind of chicken and egg problem, right? Of what comes first? Do the incentives come first? And then that, that attracts new businesses or does the new businesses have to pop up? Someone has to kind of be the first through the door and then the government sees that and, you know, tailors policies for, for, for more businesses to come. How do you view that problem? And also, um, how do you view economic development through the lens of, you know, Vernon still has a unique identity. Um, it's not going to be a college town because there's no college there, but it, it also is not going to be, um, you know, just a sort of uh, a bedroom community for Hartford, right? So how does, how do you view the, the character of the town and, and, and how that fits in with the economic development? When, uh, to your, the first part of your question, to me, the demand is there. We're seeing it in the surrounding towns. Uh, people in this area want to go 
to new stores, new restaurants, bars, breweries, that kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I look at it as just honestly a failure of, of, of the current administration. Um, you know, I, I know you mentioned what comes first, the, the chicken or the, I think if we attract some of these businesses and we show them that Vernon is a place that they can come, then the floodgates open and then they, they all come here. My, my dream is to say, what are you doing tonight? We're going out in downtown Rockville, which is a subsection of Vernon, and you can go there for for a show. There was talk for a while of maybe putting an art center out there, and then you can go get coffee or get a drink or get dinner afterwards. And I really think that that we need the leader who has the vision to do that. I, I it just boggles my mind when I see um, a Whole Foods go in next door uh, in, in in South Windsor or or. Um, a Costco or things like that, that could really attract people to town because I don't want to just bring it to town for Vernon residents to go to. I want it to come to town so that we attract people from other, other towns that come here, spend their day, spend their time, spend their money. Currently what Vernon residents are doing, are doing elsewhere. Yeah. And and you mentioned character and Vernon does definitely definitely have a distinct character. Um, And that's why it's, we don't want just economic development anywhere willy nilly. Um, some things that are very important to us in, in town are green spaces, mm-hmm. um, you know, the wetlands, things like that. A couple of years ago, someone wanted to put in a Home Depot, but it was in an inappropriate place that wouldn't have been good for the wetlands. And, and it was mm-hmm. voted, voted, voted against that. So I think it's it's weighing what businesses uh, we want here in town and, and then putting them in the appropriate places. And, and I think the community will really um, will really embrace it as I've been knocking doors as I as I campaign. Everybody, when I bring up the economic development and going to other towns instead of spending money here in Vernon, they all kind of shake their head and groan because they feel the same way. And mm-hmm. I don't it's been that way for as long as I've been involved in Vernon politics. And I want that to change. And, and I think it, it's very realistic for that to get done. Uh, we just need to fight for it and, and, and make it happen. And on the doors you were talking about, that is a top issue you're hearing about. Um, I'm assuming maybe schools as well. Uh, public safety. Is that something you're hearing on the doors? Oh, schools, it's interesting here in Vernon because um, Vernon schools are, Vernon's currently an alliance district, uh, which mm-hmm. means I think it's in the bottom third or quarter, uh, but it's been making strives in recent years and it's on an upward trajectory and our schools are, are pretty good right now. And I think uh, it, it's nice because a lot of people who don't have kids in the current school system just don't realize it. So by being able to knock doors and talk to people, we let them know that that we're on the way up where some of the other uh, school systems in the in the immediate area who are thought of as being up there are kind of on the, on the way down. So Vernon's up and um, up and coming when it comes to that. But the number one thing I hear at the doors is the reason I think I'm going to win this campaign, in addition to just my sunny uh, disposition, is that people don't like that Dan has two jobs. And that goes from people who hate him and from people who like him. I spoke to someone who told me they helped teach him how to ride a bike when he was a kid and still thinks he shouldn't have two jobs. Mm-hmm. And and that, that's very important because, uh, you know, uh, it, it's one thing if it's part a partisan divide and, you know, that's the talking point of one side. But I'm, I'm knocking on doors of Democrats, of split households, because I, I need the U's and I need the R's to vote for me as well. Mm-hmm. And, and all of those folks are, are telling me, you know, it's nothing personal towards him. They may like him, but he shouldn't have two jobs. Mm-hmm. And, and that really is the number one thing that I, that I hear. The number one thing that I'm, I'm fighting to, to stop because, you know, I, 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 you know I, it's a part-time job and I work from home in Vernon. Uh, and I am five minutes away from town hall. I'm never going to be stuck in votes in Hartford. Uh, so I, I can make, uh, make, make it, everything happen. Uh, and, and I don't want to see our state representatives 
missing votes. They're there to represent us. Right, and right. They, they shouldn't it shouldn't be. Oh, sorry, I, I, I can only represent you in one way today because there was overlap. Uh, that, that's just unacceptable and it needs to stop. Yeah, there might be some issues, too, where uh, his vote at the state level um, and his feelings on those issues might counter be contradictory to the interests of Vernon. Um, and so and, and not to mention the fact that his interests overall are very conservative. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm interested, in, though, if you do win, which we all obviously all hope you do, um, you will have to work with, uh, you know, the, the state legislative delegation. Um, I know you mentioned bipartisanship. I know you mentioned that you've worked on a nonpartisan capacity down on the finance committee, which for those who don't know is the principal tax writing committee uh, on the Senate side. Um, what are some lessons that you learned down in DC in that job that it's going to help you reach out across the aisle, work with uh, folks in your town and maybe lower the temperature a bit from having a, some ultra conservative uh, individual in the office to now having someone who's more open-minded. What I learned down there was that the letter next to your name doesn't always always matter. Uh, when I was chair of the, uh, when actually when I worked on the campaign, the chair was uh, Chuck Grassley, who I have some issues with these days, but the, the ranking member was Max Baucus from Montana. And they really looked at each other as co-chairs. I, you know, the ego, at least between the two of them on that committee, was able to be checked because uh, they wanted to focus on getting stuff done. They treated each other with respect. Their staffers respected each other. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, and that's the leadership. It, it trickles down. Um, you know, you, you see, you saw that all the way down there. And I think in this hyperpartisan landscape that we're in right now, we've forgotten that uh, that we're all on the same side. And if I can replicate what I saw down there and bring it up here, I'm, I'm happy to work with the Republicans up here. We may disagree, uh, but I want to hear your point of view and then we can vote on it and, and we can decide. But I, I'm not going to keep anybody's thoughts off the agenda like happens now. I, I, I want uh, to be a to be a free flowing conversation. Uh, because I'm not always going to be right. I'm not perfect. None of us mm-hmm. are. And by hearing the uh, opposing viewpoint, that's can either strengthen my view or make me see a, a different point of view that maybe I didn't I didn't see the first time around. Um, but yeah, I, I just see what's happening in Vernon on the town council as as there's there's there are voting blocks. You know, one yep. side votes one way, the other side votes some way. I would encourage you know people to vote their conscience, vote what they think is right, and they're not going to have any retribution from me, which you know I, I can't necessarily say is is the case currently. Right, right. Um, tell me about. I want to go to another issue here, which is on the top of people's minds, um, which is public safety. Um, you have Republicans in this state who are very adamant uh, at um, addressing what they view as a crime wave. Um, I think some of the statistics there, um, you know, obviously we don't want to minimize those who have been victimized by crimes, but some of the characterizations by prominent Republicans in Connecticut saying that this is, you know, the worst crime we've ever seen is just, you know, patently not true. But having said all that, there are still people out there who uh, a combination of real world uh, experience and a combination of maybe hearing some misinformation. This is an issue that's on the top of their minds as a Democrat, as the Democratic nominee for mayor. How are you looking at the issue of public safety, both through the lens of people who might be worried about you know, the things you're seeing on the news, the things that Republicans are maybe sensationalizing a bit. And then also people who are um, concerned in a real world sense about things like, you know, criminal justice reform and, 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 and the conditions around the pandemic, which have, you know, have led to some, you know, increases in certain types of crimes. How are you looking at that as a candidate? And how would you look at that as mayor? I think we have to look at it realistically uh, without any hyperbole thrown in there, which is is hard these days, especially when it comes to public safety and police issues. Uh, last year, um, Mike Winkler, who's our state representative, 
uh, was being challenged by Laura Bush here in town. And she sent out a mailer with a crime scene saying this could be your house if you reelect Mike Winkler. <laughs> now, that so. doesn't help. Any, that doesn't help anything. That's just you know trying to scare people and scaremongering is never the answer. Now, I will be honest. Uh, Vernon has some issues right now. There were have been a couple shootings here in the past uh, year or so. Um, one of the issues that's that's facing Vernon is uh, younger people breaking into cars that are outside. And mm-hmm. I think those are things that have to be addressed. But I also don't think uh, we have to come at it with a you know a, a heavy hand just to say that's you know we're doing something about it. I think we need to look at the problems and find the best possible solution, which includes members of the community, members of the police. Um, parents who, who may be, you know, seeing some of their kids out there. You know, I, I want the community to answer, you know, how to do how to do this last uh, last year when the police accountability law uh, came up, uh, there was a lot of scaremongering going on uh, from you know the usual suspects. So I read the entire bill and I saw, you know, no one's trying to defund the police. They're trying to make sure that that police officers, you know, if, if there is a shooting, they can, can talk to somebody about to make sure, you know, they're in an okay space to make sure there are not drones flying around, you know, going after you. It's all very common sense stuff that respects um, our police officers, but also make sure our citizens are safe. Uh, and when I pointed this out uh, on Dan Champagne's page, he deleted it and blocked me from being able to post <laughs> again. So it, it just shows that yeah. some folks in town aren't interested in having an honest conversation to discuss the real issues and how we can really uh, tackle those. They'd rather use the buzzwords that that either make our citizens afraid or make them think that Democrats don't care about the police or that mm-hmm. Democrats don't want you to be safe. None of that is true, uh, but it's easier for them to just pretend it is because when you just have enough time to read the top line of a mailer that they mm-hmm. think that'll stick with people. And, and I really want to have a little more integrity in that as I run my campaign and, and not necessarily uh, skill, uh, uh, scare people. Uh, and and I, my goal was when I criticize, I'm criticizing with facts, not mm-hmm. with nonsense. And that's how I plan to, to run my administration too, if I were to win. Well, outstanding. So I think we've covered some good policy issues. Uh, I want to move into more of a fun party interview, which I, <laughs> I do with all of our, our candidates, uh, as well as some of our other guests. Uh, we've asked uh, uh, candidates in Danbury about this, uh, Mar- Marin Middletown and Hartford and all around. We've asked Senator Murphy these questions before, uh, which is, uh, you are from Vernon. You're running to be mayor of Vernon. Uh, I don't know too much about Vernon, uh, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners might not be too familiar with Vernon. Help us plan a one-day trip to see the best of Vernon. If you were to if I were to come up to your house and say, Jesse, I want to see the best that Vernon has to offer. Where would you take me in an afternoon? And uh, where would you recommend our listeners go check out in Vernon? Well, the number one thing is you're going to start having lunch at Ryan's Deli. Uh, Ryan's Deli is probably the most famous business in town. I, I, I know lots of people who live in New York or Boston. And when they're traveling from one to the other, they have they have to make sure they stop in in Vernon and go to that deli. And and I absolutely love it. I go there for lunch and breakfast all the time. Uh, We're going to start there. I may bring you to Valley Falls. It's a beautiful park here. Um, It it may be kind of sad, actually, as I was driving by two weekends ago, everybody was out there and I go, this is probably the last weekend that people are going to be out there because it's it was warm and and, and the cold is is coming in. We can go there, go on, go on a uh, trek around the, around the pond or the, the lake, excuse me, there's a waterfall. It's beautiful. And then I want to take people you know, on our, on our rails to trails here. I recently uh, found out that it's the third most walked uh, trail system in Connecticut. Oh, wow. uh, it, it, it's fantastic. It connects so, so much of, of our town. And uh, you know, usually uh, 
one that wants to get so much exercise, but you know, I'm, I'm bringing you're here to see the town. So I got to show yeah. you all, all the best sites. Uh, and, and then I want to just bring you down to uh, historic uh, downtown Rockville, maybe get dinner at Craig's Kitchen. It's a fantastic soul food restaurant. Awesome. Um, you, you can't go wrong there. And you can just see some of the great architecture there in Rockville. There's so many historic town uh, houses there. I was just door knocking there the other day. So th- there's a lot to do outside here in town. And, and I think we have to make the most of that as winter, not, not to sound like Game of Thrones, but winter is coming. <laughs> and uh, coming, there's only yeah. there's only so much time we have left. So you come yeah. to town, I want to bring you out have us walk about, see some of the beautiful parks here and, and then get some great food. Yeah. Well, winter is coming and so is election day. Tell the folks how they can connect with your campaign and how they can connect with you and come help you a win in Vernon. Oh, please go to my website. It's schoolnickforvernon.com. You can find my contact information, my social media information, uh, the background about, about me that I didn't necessarily get, all get into on this podcast. And then the issues that are really important to me, School Nick for Vernon. I'm still trying to raise money as we get to the, the, the last few weeks of this campaign, but we're in a really great place. And I, and I, I think we're going to do it. I think we win. And I, I think uh, there'll be some people on the other side of that who are really surprised uh, come November 3rd. What do you what do you need most? You said something about money. You're looking for phone bankers. You're looking for canvassers. What's the what's the canvassers phone? The name of the game is hitting doors. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm out there uh, during the weekends. It's harder now at night because it's getting darker so early. Mm -hmm. So uh, you you can never have enough resources and and manpower. And anybody who wants to come to town here and, and make flip this mayor's office, I will welcome you with open arms because. There are not too many shopping days left till Christmas, so to speak, and, and we need to get uh, as many boots on the ground as possible. So while I would love your money, I, I'd love your time even more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're interested in volunteering here in town, again, go to schoolnickforvernon.com. You can contact me there and we'll set something up. Awesome. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Go to uh, schoolnickforvernon.com. Sign up there. Maybe uh, Jesse will get you a free sandwich at Ryan's Deli. Um, Before we go, I I do want to ask you, because I didn't even know this about you. You went to Eastern. Um, I'm a UConn student. And so Eastern and UConn, we have this weird, like, second cousin relationship with each other. Uh, Did you ever, when you were were in Eastern or Willimantic, would you ever come over to UConn for uh, and infiltrate our bars? Like like I see all kinds of Eastern students (laughs) do nowadays. Not necessarily the bars. I would infiltrate Deepy Dough and uh, Wings Over Stores, <laughs> things like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Late night food uh, options over there. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Eastern and Yukon, it always seemed to me like Eastern had a rivalry with Yukon and Yukon forgot that Eastern existed. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, Because yeah, we, because yeah. Eastern had, you know, very division two at the time had great women's basketball team, baseball team, things like that. But of course my senior year, the men and the women Huskies both won the national championship. So mm. it always overshadows us. Uh, and I love Yukon. But, uh, you know, I'm, I am a Eastern warrior through and through. I, I love the school and I love see, seeing how much it's grown uh, since I graduated. I can't believe I'm saying this 17 years ago. <laughs> wow. Well, Jesse, I want to say thank you for joining us um, and thank you for answering our questions. We dove deep on a lot of good policy issues and we got to plan a day in Vernon and we got to hear how we could help you out. So any parting words for the audience? Just go out there and vote. It's all gonna, it's this election is going to be about voter turnout and we need you to go out there and make it happen. So I, I look forward to seeing everybody on the campaign trail and, and on a, having a great day on November 2nd and then having an even better day on November 3rd as I'm awesome. celebrating victorious. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Connecticut Democrats podcast and looking forward to seeing more from you. Thank you. 
So there you have it, folks. That was my conversation with Jesse Schoolnick, the Democratic candidate for mayor of Vernon, Connecticut. Again, his website is schoolnickforvernon.com. You can go there, send him a few bucks, or sign up to volunteer. These last few weeks before Election Day are so important. So whether it be in your town or a town where you think you can have more impact, help get out the vote, help make those last-minute persuasion uh, calls and door knocks. And if you have an election in your town, which is most people, uh, get out there and vote. Uh, Vote, 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 or vote by absentee if you haven't already. Uh, Hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you on the next episode of Connecticut's The CT Democrats Podcast. Thank you.